Do you like reading books but don't have the time to actually sit down and read them all? Why don't you try Audible? Sign up now for a three-month trial. Welcome to another episode of Are You Ready for Another? It's the ongoing conversation about life, beer, and what lies ahead. I'm Michael Moyer. And I'm Kevin Murphy. All right, let's just get this out of the way. I'm drinking Bush Light as my first beer. Nothing, <laughs> <laughs> nothing really to say. Um, I Last week was Brew Week at OU, so I've, I'm kind of, I don't know. Um, I'm fancy beard out for a moment, and I... <laughs> You know, I've been feeling pretty sluggish, and I even contemplated not drinking tonight and right, just doing right. water and, and tea and stuff. But I was like, okay, right. I can do a bush light because it's it's literally just water. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's good. It's bush light. I will say so. I, I wouldn't, you know, because we would like to share the links to our beers in the show notes, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I know I've drank Bush Light before, but I was like, let me just go to their website and see if they have something fun and specific. You go to the homepage, it says crisp and cold as a mountain stream. Since 1955, Bush has delivered a beer that's crisp and cold as a mountain stream. Our beers consistently deliver a refreshingly smooth taste and easy finish. I love one, I love the concept of beer companies saying, hey, we deliver a beer that's cold. Yeah. <laughs> like, the cold is entirely dependent on your refrigerator. <laughs> you know, like, oh, man, we just delivered that beer. Yes, if it was coming from the Bushman, right. instead of the Milkman, there was the Bush Light truck that was coming to your house, and they're like, how cold that is. <laughs> I don't know. It just, I always find it funny when Coors Light and all these places use, like, cold filtered, you know. Like. Right, right. Um, but then I look at this picture. Okay, so there's four beers. Uh-huh. There's Bush Beer, which is just their regular lager. There's Bush Light, which is uh-huh. the, the one I we all tend to drink. Then on the left, there's a Bush non-alcoholic, and it's called Bush N.A. Did you know this was a thing? Yeah. I actually, I have been uh, spotting it um, in the grocery store recently, this, this N.A., because at first I thought it was Bush Light, and then I was like, oh, no, I guess it's just regular Bush. And then I was like, N.A. I was just like, oh, non-alcoholic. But yeah. <laughs> so I feel like I need to probably go to Kroger, and I, I bet Kroger would have it. Yeah, definitely. It's right beside O'Doul's. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, local Athenians um, are up in a tizzy because our Kroger, our Kroger was always unique because they okay. had a lot of local stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, like they had local stuff dedicated, like a lot of Kroger, Kroger's have a Ohio section, but right. the Athens Kroger yeah. had specific like, Hey, this is the wine from this winery. This is the beer from this brewery. And, and like, here's, um, sticky Pete's, which is a really good syrup that's made down here and stuff. Right. But, uh-huh. but these companies don't really have the, the distribution, right. To go over to more than a few Kroger's. Right. So, so, so it was always this unique thing. Well, anyways, Kroger down here. Got rid of all that stuff, so like it's like, well, well, shoot, where do I get all this stuff? And yeah. So, so now that they're like, you know, the corporate is cracking the whip and saying you can't carry stuff that people want to actually carry in your region. I'm hoping that they have Bush um, non-alcoholic because I will try it. <laughs> and actually, right. that that might be good uh, going forward. I, I wonder um, if there's any calorie difference or carb difference in. A, a non-alcoholic beer there's probably not it's probably because they probably just i don't know it'll be interesting let's let's yeah. save this for another discussion but what i right, really wanted right. to show about this photo is the fourth can bush ice okay okay now there's some weird trickery happening with this can and 
part of me thinks they really did photograph a can there because the can does appear to be like in that solid space. So everybody, I'm a graphic designer by trade. I look at a lot of badly photoshopped things and stuff. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Um, the Bush Ice logo itself doesn't seem to have any curvature to it. Um, and so it looks like a really bad Photoshop job. Now, now that's not to say that they couldn't have got this shot and it kind of could look flat if you were perfectly on the thing and stuff. Yeah. But, yeah. but the likelihood of that logo being not curved around the can and the other ones are, I don't know. It, it just, I immediately jumped out to me that it was like, this is a, this is a Photoshop job here. And they didn't even bother to like, you know, Photoshop now has, you can literally say, Hey, I have a cylinder and I want to wrap this logo around the cylinder. They even right. have cans like 3d cans. And so you can be like, Oh, what's my um, um, box art going to look like, you know, and I designed this, whatever and you can mock it up and you do all this stuff it's really it's nice it's a handy feature and so instead right, of you right. trying to draw a 3d object you can be like hey this can plop and so that's what annoys me when i see like <laughs> some of these companies especially a company like bush that uh, you know i don't know how big their marketing budget is but I, i'm sure they make a lot of money <laughs> for anheuser you know oh yeah or ambev i should say because that's who owns anheuser bush now and 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 graph designer, if you're out there and you're like, hey, I took this photo. It was just, it, it was like a perfect dead on shot. So that's why it looks flat on a <laughs> cylindrical <laughs> object. But maybe I don't know. But um, so, anyways, long way of saying, yeah, it, it's bush light. It, you know, I guess I'd have to give it a six out of six crushability. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course, gets the six. Ding! so tonight so i uh, after work today i had to go pick out uh some beers for for tonight's podcast because i didn't have anything in the fridge that i hadn't already drank before um so i was i was in my mind i was thinking okay like i did the imperials last week i'm gonna stick you know i'm gonna get out of my like I'm just doing an IPA or, you know, like I, I'm getting out of my comfort zone. I'm going to try something new. So I'm picking out the, the make your own six pack and I spot this beer that I'm drinking tonight. And I said, Oh my God, I got to do this beer tonight because it is called backyard crusher. (laughs) (laughs) So the, the, the description on the side of the can is, is hilarious. It says, there's thinking beer, and then there's drinking beer. Backyard Crusher is a drinking beer. Sure, we could parse each sip and prattle about the lingering technique and debate about the balancing effect of the Egyptian lime and Mediterranean (laughs) sea salt that makes this tangy golden quencher so easy on the tongue, but that would defeat the purpose. Okay, (laughs) all right. It's a very... Fun, but little slightly pretentious thing. But I mean, pr- pretension is all of the game for the descriptions on beer. So, so what right, do you think about right. it? Does it does it live up to its 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 backyard crushingness? Yes, but here's my thing with it. It it kind of just tastes like a, a shandy, like a lemon uh, lemon okay. shandy type of beer. Mm-hmm. Um and. Uh, I don't. I don't really like crushing a whole lot of yeah. those. Your mileage may vary when you have a a summer shandy type beer, or like e- even a, a Corona with lime in it. Like I know a lot of people l- love that type of 
flavor and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, I know they're not exactly one to one, but that's kind of what sh- shandies remind me of. But right, right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is low ABV, so mm-hmm. it's definitely definitely going for that crushability. But still, it's. <laughs> I would say I would give it at a four, uh, three out of six crushability. Okay. Probably it's it's got three and a half bottle caps on um, untapped. So, I mean, it's 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 not just like, you know, in the beer checking community. (laughs) But I just sent you this uh, the board that when they stamped the born on date, (laughs) it says born crushable on it. Uh, watch just every beer start having a crushy, uh, crushability rating on it. Like I Bush, know. Bush Lights will get, move away from the, the tissue, um, box of tissue packaging that they have right now, and they will be like, Bush crushing. You know? <laughs> there will be a pullback, and people will be like, this is the most uncrushable beer. We, w- we only want you to take a sip of it, you know? Right, right. <laughs> it is so dense. It is like, a, what, what's, the, the, what's the super concentrated coffee? Is it espresso? Yeah, yeah, espresso. Yeah, it'll be the espresso version of, of beer. They're like, you know, people like, give me a quad shot. Of <laughs> yeah, <laughs> whatever. They're like, whoa, that's drinking four in a world. Long story short, I was going to branch out and try, you know, something fancy or new, or maybe something I I don't really drink too much on the show. But after seeing this, and I don't know if I'll ever see it again because it was in like a create your own six pack type of thing. Yeah. Um, I was just like. Screw it. We're doing sessions tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it is summer. It's okay to stick with a lot of that stuff. Maybe when it's like yeah. 30 degrees outside and it's right, time. Right, right. Oh, I just I just thought of all the like the fun seasonal oh, like, yeah. Christmas sales that are going to be so awesome to, to try Ooh. on the show. <laughs> Maybe a future show will be um, lining 20 Christmas sales up and doing a tasting. But Yeah. <laughs> 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 we shall see. I, I want to make sure this this well one we need to find and and we just came up with a number of twenty right for IPAs. We might not right. be able to find twenty, but yeah. I want to make sure that the episode goes pretty smoothly first before right. we start future proofing <laughs> these future episodes. Um, I would still like to be sober for these episodes when we do this. Yeah, ab- absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> there's thinking beer and then there's drinking beer. Yeah, so uh, Brew Week just wrapped up, or Ohio Brew Week, I should say. Um, uh-huh. And it's kind of funny because, like, to get the most out of it, it's really hard because my friends tend to always come on the last day, which is called Last Call. And it okay. closes down a street, um, or a portion of the street, and, you know, you can drink on the street. And, and it's fun because, especially if you went to college at Ohio University, um you were never allowed to drink on the street. It's not New Orleans, mm-hmm. right? So when mm-hmm. when people came back and then the summer they're like, oh wow, you know, like there's this event that it's it's allowed to drink on the street. So it's kind of like this weird mix of nostalgia um, plus uh, the uh, uniqueness of it. Like, oh, I have a memory of this, but also I'm drinking beer from whatever, you know, yeah, all over the place. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So you get that mm-hmm. kind of mix. But that's that's the only thing that kind of sucks is because for the whole week. It, it it starts on a Friday before it goes um, eight days, and so it ends on that Saturday, and that's why it's called Last Call, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the problem is, is there's so many events throughout the week, and it's not all just bars that are doing events. Like people have uh, dog 
uh, trick contests. You know, Thirsty Dog was there a few years ago, and if your dog won the contest, they'd be pictured. And uh, well, they their next beer that was being named, their their dog would be the the picture on you yeah know, used and stuff. Uh-huh. There, there's silly things like that. There's a lot of like family events. Like there's a um, <clears throat> roller derby. Actually, I think there's two roller derby teams in Athens. I'm not sure the differences between them, but the one okay. roller derby team is called the Hell Betties, and so they had a big um, match. Um, at the community center. And what uh-huh. was nice is their um, matches always are pretty well attended. But, you know, like people are trying to find family kind of friendly stuff to go see. You know, that's not just, hey, let's just go crush some beers at the poppers or some shitty bar, you know. So, yeah, um, it, it does just because there's so many people from out of town. um <clears throat> Uh, than compared to normal and stuff. So it's it's just that it's just there's there's a lot of stuff going on, and so you actually have a lot of people come and stay for the entire week, you know, um, to experience a lot of the the different events and stuff. And okay. so so people were like, well, what did you what did you do? I'll do this week. Did you try this? I was like, well, some of it it's just like there's too much going on because um, mm-hmm. there's so much overlapping. Um, Baroque um, State Park uh, partnered with with Brew Week this year to have. Uh, lake tours and so what you would do okay. is you would do a tour of the lake they would you know they're, they're and they do this typically <clears throat> but what they paired it with was you got two beers and then you could have dinner at their um, lodge afterwards and stuff so it's just kind of a nice like mm-hmm. you know that they're, they're trying to get that tourism pushed out the and that's like a 25 minute drive from athens and stuff so you had you had things like that you have the we went to this one but it was called the root brew um, mm-hmm. there's a, a church uptown that's kind of one of those, um, I don't know the best way to describe it, like a cool modern church, right? They're like, they have microphones around their, their mouth and they, they play oh, music okay. and, <laughs> yeah. you know, they're, they're all about like, it's not really church, but it is, you know, like, it's right, so, I mean, nothing right. against them, but it, it's definitely not a Catholic <laughs> mass, you know? Right. Um, uh, they had a magician and, and they had all this stuff, but what was fun is they set it up. It was a root beer um, event right so it they had a like little kiosk set up for uh, a, a root beer tasting you know and okay. so they would pour you a flight of root beers and you had to rate them and so like all the kids could like drink root beer and be like oh like that one <laughs> <laughs> they had a little pony keg and they had little the uh, mini um the beer pong red um red solo cups uh, so they'd give everybody just a little tiny red solo cup if you wanted. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was kind of fun though, just because it, it was for like kids and stuff, and there was like face painting and all that. But right, right. But um, but yeah, it's 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 nice. Um, it's it's a fun week just because there it literally is so many different things happening. Um, each night. Okay, so last episode I asked if you've ever had like a bad beer. That, oh yeah. Um, you were just like, I didn't like, and we were trying to say, well, something that we didn't, not, not beer that's gone bad, but just beer that you're like, oh yeah, that's, that's not my cup of tea. Right, right. Okay. So Tori and I went uptown one of the nights and <laughs> I, I hate to call them out, but it, it, I just did not like them. So I, I was looking at the list that they had and they had a thirsty dog barrel aged blood hound orange. And I was like, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. That sounds interesting. And Tori uh-huh. got the 50 West Doom Pedal White Ale. And part of okay. me was like, I, f- I was like, why do I know Doom Pedal? That sounds so familiar. And <laughs> so Tori got that and he tried it and he was like, ugh, I, this isn't for me. And then I was drinking the, the barrel aged um, uh, blood orange. 
And I was like, ugh. This isn't for me. Yeah. And I was just like, I tried to, because normally I can like power through and be like, oh, I'll eventually find the good yeah. in it. But no, right, um, right. So uh, Mike came up and we just gave him both those beers. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then Craig came down with his family um, and he, he was like, oh yeah, that Doom pedal is what we got last year and I didn't like it. And I was like, oh, that's why. Huh. So I, I need to remember in my, my mind... Um, 50 West Doom Pedal is not for me. Um, yeah. Sorry, uh, 50 West. I'm sure uh, there's a lot of people that like it, but <laughs> definitely not not my bag of tea. <laughs> so so did Mike like either one of those, or was he like, ah, I don't like uh, either one of these? I think Mike likes any beer. <laughs> <laughs> I would think the opposite with him. I think it'd be a, he would be a hard one to please type yeah. of uh, person. Well, I, I mean... I guess there's a difference between he drank it and liked it, right? Gotcha. <laughs> Mike, you can write into the show at are you ready for another at gmail.com or go to are you ready for another.com and go to the contact us uh, tab. <laughs> right. <laughs> or tell me in person, but you can u- email too. <laughs> right. So it was, a, it was a fun week, but then I stepped on the scale on Monday morning and I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need to. Generally, other than brew week, um, the only time I really drink during the week, unless we have some event or something, is on these Wednesday nights, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't really get drinks anymore when we go out to eat or anything or when we do go out mm-hmm. to eat. Um, yeah. So on, on Wednesday nights, that's when I allot my two kind of beers and stuff. So when I have a week of one to two, maybe a few more a night, it's like because of this special event, I step on the scale and I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Time for the, you know, cutting out. And that's why I even considered just not drinking anything tonight because. Right, right. We definitely have cut way back um, with drinking out. And I I can't remember if I mentioned this before, but I'm just like, man, it's like you get your bill and there's no alcohol on it. And you're yeah. just like, <laughs> yeah, it's like half of what it used to yeah, be because it's... you're not paying like $12 for a drink. <laughs> um but yeah, so yeah, we've we've definitely cut back. Um, but uh, you know, I I still like uh, drink. You know, like you said during during the week during this time, and and maybe have a few on the weekend. But it was funny because, <laughs> like, I don't know if anybody's like had to fill out like a health like the health survey thing. Like every couple of years, you have to like fill it fill it out again, just to, like update your medical records type of things. And so I did that recently and you know the the question was how many how many alcoholic drinks do you have during you know during the week and I think I think I put like four or five something like that but um my doctor was just like now that's a week right <laughs> just like what kind of alcoholic do you think I am yes I'm pounding four or five drinks a night <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, yes. I was like, that's a week, you know. I will. I mean, I think they have to ask that question, right? Because right, right. Some people. And might... who knows? Maybe, maybe on my old medical records, I was like four to five drinks a a day was low balling yeah. it. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, definitely have cut back some, which which kind of sucks because now it's just like it. I feel it a lot faster you know like well i don't know is that really a, a negative <laughs> that you feel <laughs> <a little bit? laughs> 
Yeah, that's true. That's that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know we need to flex that much. Be like, oh, dude, it takes me so much to get, get drunk on these 10% beers. <laughs> well, I still remember the, the very first time I ever got drunk, and everybody was just losing their mind. They're like, man, I wish I could just drink one beer and get drunk. <laughs> you know, I would save so much money. Kind of like as a follow-up on a previous episode where it was like a a hobby that I had aspired to and, you know, could never really get into. And yours was photography, right? Like, right. you wanted to get into it, but you just didn't and stuff. Uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. Well, Katie and I got new bikes. I don't think I've mentioned it on the show. But um, Athens is extremely hilly, right? <laughs> and to the point where Craig's wife was even like, you know, I haven't driven on hills in a very long time. Like she made a yeah. comment about it and I I didn't even think about it, right? Because they're up in, you know, near Columbus and stuff and Columbus yeah. is pretty flat. Right. And I was like, "Oh yeah." And and one of the reasons and I think I brought it up on that episode is I love riding a bike. I just love it. I love the feeling, I love the mobility of it, I love the kind of freedom of it and everything. Uh-huh. But uh-huh. like I am overweight and I'm sorry, I just can't power through going up hills. And I mean, I can, but then once I get to where I'm going, I'm like, well, I'm never doing that ever again. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, like, <laughs> and so it, it's, it just drains my will to want to do it because I'm like, oh man, I, I really want to go down that hill, but then I have to come back up that hill to go home. Uh-huh. And so I, uh-huh. I would not ride the bike. And it, it's this, it's this weird thing, right? Where I'd love to be in shape to be able to do that, you know, and be like, oh, you know, you get that high and everything mm-hmm. and stuff, but mm-hmm. just not there. So anyways, uh, Katie really wanted to start looking into to the, to biking more, you know, just drive less, you know, um, get a little healthier and stuff. We want to ride around with Lily a lot. So we started looking into electric bikes and it, it's kind of weird, this feeling you get sometimes going into bike shops where they might sell electric bikes. Yeah. But, but... Th- I don't want to call it snobby because I don't think it's snobby and I think they're coming around. But they're, the reaction is, is like, well, isn't that cheating? And I'm like, <laughs> yes, if I was biking solely to be, I don't know, like only for health and right. <laughs> wanted to get that pump and stuff. And it's like, but it isn't, right. isn't the goal of biking to be like replace a car and you can be a commuter and hey, let's mm-hmm. bike to work, you know, whether right. they're electric right. or not. So anyway, sometimes you'll get some of those responses. Um, but today, I went for an extremely long bike ride with my brother. And I'm going to share this photo that I took of my heart rate um, during this hour-long bike ride. And so anyone that's like, isn't that cheating or whatever? Um, sure, I guess. Except my heart rate was like in the cardio burning zone for an hour. You know, because uh-huh. you still have to work. It's not like you hit a button and it's just like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's not a motorcycle, right? It, right. You're literally pedaling. It's just going faster um, or could go faster. So going up a hill where I would like probably have to get off because I couldn't ride up it because it's so steep. Now I can be in a lower gear still riding up it, but it's still me kind of like working at it and my heart rate's still up yeah. pretty high. You know? yeah. So anyways, long way of saying, we've had these bikes for like a month, and I've put on more miles in that month than I put on, I think, my bike in five years, easily, you know? Wow. Yeah. Um, because it's it, it's so, it, it's removed that stress of being like, oh man, that, that going up that hill is just going to make me sweat so much that I literally have to bring a change of clothes when I go to work somewhere, right? Like, and... 
uh, most bikers will be like, of course you need to bring a change of clothes. I don't want to bring a change of clothes. I did that in yeah. DC and I hated yeah. it. I was like, I don't uh-huh. want to be like, oh, where's my shoes go? Where's this go? I was like, I just kind of want to wear something light. I, I don't mind if I sweat a little bit, but like if I'm just drenched, I'm like, oh, God, you know, so. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah. anyways, it's it just, it's been really fun, and it's like every time I'm like, oh yeah, t- today was a perfect day. It was 73 out, and it was gorgeous, and it was like a no-brainer to to go work uptown somewhere, mm-hmm. find mm-hmm. a spot, go ride, um, you know. Even to go right. swimming, when I'm, we've, I've been swimming, I've been riding to the pool and back, and it's just kind of a, so I get a, I get a double benefit, right? I'm swimming for a half an hour, but I also have an extra 20 minutes of biking added on to yeah. that, so it's... It, yeah. It's just kind of a nice, it's a nice feeling. And plus, I was a little inspired by you running, and you continue to run. So, um, <laughs> I was like, "Well, I'm done running." <laughs> right. <laughs> oh man! So the the last couple of um, runs that I've tried to do have just been failures. Well, and I I actually shouldn't say that because I should be re- really I should be thankful for however you know miles that i did run because you know a year ago six months ago i wouldn't even been able to do it but it's just been so freaking hot lately like i even i think it was on uh last friday i got up and i was i was out running before 8 a.m because i was like it's gonna get like 92 today and so like i started running with the full intention, so I've been doing 10Ks every time I go out to run, so 6.2 miles, and full intentions to try to get that 10K in, and after, like, uh, 5K, the sweat was, like, rolling into my eyes, and, like, my eyes were, like, burning, and so I was just like, okay, I'm just gonna stop running, like, I'm gonna pause the workout, stop running, and like wipe my face off and then that way I can keep going. But it was, it was kind of that same experience that I had with the treadmill is when I completely stopped my body and like, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't get myself going again. Like my body's just like, up, up, you're done. (laughs) And so it was so freaking hot out that day that, um, you know, like I just was just like, okay, you know, I'll do 5K, and then um, I'll just end up walking back to the car. Um, but the past couple of runs that I've had have been like that. But, yeah, it's just it's just been so freaking hot out lately. So I cannot even imagine, like, trying to go out and, and bike and, like, some of the, the hot weather that there is. That's what we ran into on Saturday, because Craig and his family came down, and, and Tor and his family came down, and I wanted to do, like, kind of family activities that weren't just like, hey, let's go to a bar, right? Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, and it was just so miserably hot outside, and especially with mm-hmm. kids, you don't want to mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, have them outside in extreme heat and stuff. So right, it was just, yeah. It was, it was just, I mean, I think they had a good time and stuff and the kids don't know any different, right? They're just running around the house. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, Tori's uh, son, who is a twin, found Katie's, um, she has one of those, med- or, you know, those workout balls, right? That you, um, you like can sit on. So she'll use oh, it as, yeah. a, uh-huh. as a, a chair sometimes. <laughs> and I guess Tori's son loves balls. <laughs> and so he like flipped out when he saw it and he's just literally pushing it around the house and uh, 
he'd get it stuck like somewhere, like a chair between right. the wall or something, and the ball right. couldn't go any forward. And he would kind of scream for a bit, but then he would just keep pushing it up. And he'd push it up, uh-huh. so it'd go over the chair, and then it would fall. And I was just like, <laughs> we we did a little preemptive. Um, we haven't really baby proofed yet, just because Lily just kind of lays there. You know, we were waiting right around to when she uh, um, could start crawling. That we'd put all right. the stuff in the wall sockets and the outlet covers and the things in uh-huh. the doors, all, all that uh-huh. stuff, right? And so I like was scrambling this week to like do everything, and I was like, actually, this will be a good test to see. We have a wide range of kids. There'll be Lily's five months old. Um, Tori's twins are a year and a half. Um, their oldest daughter's three. Uh, uh-huh. Craig and uh, his family's um, oldest daughter's four. And so I was like, that's a good range, right? To see what they get attracted to, what they want to, <laughs> they'll fall into and kill themselves. Yeah. You know, all this yeah. Stuff. <laughs> and I, yeah. I, I think I'd found pretty much everything that was good, other than I definitely can't have a guitar in a guitar stand. I need to have it up on a wall. Um, uh-huh. hook and it wasn't so right. much that they were playing the guitar because i was fine with that that's kind of why i wanted it out like i want them to be able to strum it and stuff but then like augie was coming through with his ball and it was like literally like <laughs> <laughs> gonna crush it and so i'm like okay yeah we need to to remove that's, that so um, hilarious <laughs> yeah um the other thing was it was they'd been running around for hours right and never noticed the piano and then at some point one of them was just like let's play the piano and i was like that's fine so i opened the piano and the two girls are playing, and obviously they don't play. Uh-huh. So it's just, um, you know, noises, but not too bad. But then the, the, the two twins find it, and they're like, bam, 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 bam. And I was like, I, I was waiting for like five minutes, and I was like, okay, I think I, that's about enough uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. random piano. <laughs> and thankfully, they weren't like sad when I closed it. My next beer is North High Brewing Company, and it is Grapefruit Walleye Session IPA. I don't know where the grapefruit or the why they're calling it a walleye. Mm-hmm. I need to need to look that up. <laughs> it's definitely grapefruity, but I don't know what the what the walleye has to do what does fish have to do with a grapefruit mm-hmm. beer well it's interesting that you know you chose that because i saw you put it in the show notes so i chose a similar grapefruit <laughs> flavored uh, thing <laughs> and i need to put in the how to pronounce um you know audio of this but it's okay Schoffer, chauffeur hoffer <laughs> I don't know, some German thing or something. But it's a Heffenweizen okay. beer, and it's the fancy beer. It's B-I-E-R, I mean, grapefruit. And um, oh. no idea where this came from. I think somebody brought it over to the house this weekend. And I was just like, <laughs> I, I I saw your thing, and I was like, oh, look at that grapefruit thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I was kind of worried because <sighs> Heffenweizens are very hit or miss with me. And sometimes I don't like them, but then uh, Katie was like, "Don't worry about it. It's some shitty beer that's just going to taste like orange drink." <laughs> and it, yeah, <laughs> and it kind of does. It kind of does. It just tastes like orange drink. Like <laughs> it even has a very rich orange color. Um, but uh, uh, sorry, Schoffa, Hoffa. Um, and again, I um, am obviously butchering the pronunciation of that. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, so uh, I went on a North High's website hoping to uh, have them shed some light on why they chose a walleye for their for their grapefruit, but still nothing. 
They just direct that's it's kind of funny. They just direct you to Untapped or Beer Advocate on their website. North High does? <laughs> they don't Yeah, they don't say really anything about it. They're just, just like click these links. We'll we'll they're like we'll have somebody else describe it. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> uh Mike is really big into um I think he does it as a service. Like it's not something I think he loves doing, but if he has to check in a beer and nobody else has checked it in because it's brand new. He's like, fine, I'll do my civic duty, you know, like and write it down, and stuff. <laughs> which I agree with. Right. If you're Jackie O's, if you're North High and you come out with a new beer, add it to Untapped or any of these other apps that thousands. Of yeah. People use. You know, you don't right. you don't because then it's up to crowdsourcing to hopefully they write what you want. Right. And so that's even more annoying is they're like, well, they got that wrong. And then so you have to like. I don't know if you can edit an existing one or if you just have to create a new one and hope that it becomes the popular one that people pick when it comes to the Mm -hmm. list, right? Mm -hmm. It's just, it seems like there needs to be a, hey, we're the verified, and I think they probably do this, but we're the verified um, brewery. And so what we write should be canon, you know, as the description, obviously not the reviews and stuff. But um, (laughs) so it's funny that North High is just like, yeah, send them to Untapped. Yeah. (laughs) You know what? I just I don't think I really like this one. <laughs> yeah, I think I could man- manage through the first one, but I would I would say one and done with this grapefruit walleye IPA. <laughs> one sip and done, or one beer and done. <laughs> uh, one one beer and done. It just has a really weird aftertaste to it. I think that's that's what I don't like. I don't know. Yeah, th- this beer is kind of similar, and I think it's the the actual beer that is the aftertaste that i'm not liking yeah like when Uh i drink it i'm like i just kind of would want a grapefruit soft drink because that's like literally what this kind of tastes like is yeah yeah (laughs) and then it has like this weird like bitter like aftertaste to it it yeah it's strange Uh, yeah but i don't know man i i don't know who brought this it's it's not horrible i wouldn't say it's as bad as that doom pedal that i had and again Uh sorry doom pedal people but I, I I don't know. It is it's just not doing it for me. Um but yeah. <laughs> it was funny. Um so I, I I think Kevin I told you that I'm getting a um a new TV stand uh built for me, right? Mhm. Yeah, you were kind of telling me about that. Yeah, so <laughs> it, I'm fortunate enough in my life right now that I I make enough money that when I can't find something exactly how i have it in my head uh-huh i don't have the fu money yet to just be like i'll buy all the tools to do it myself <laughs> but, yeah. I, but i have yeah. enough money to be like i'll hire someone to do it this way for me and and furniture is kind of a big thing for me with that you know i have mm-hmm. i have my my standing desk and at the time when i was wanting to purchase a standing desk there was only two companies literally two companies that did it um, there was a really expensive one. So if you wanted their desk, which was like, everybody said was awesome, but it was like $3,500. And uh-huh. then there was this new upstart company that was like, oh, well we can sell you the base that, you know, just literally lifts it up and up and stuff, but we don't sell the tops. So I couldn't sell a top, but I was like, well, that that's, that's okay. Right. Uh-huh. Um, because yeah. I'll just, you know, you could literally use a door if you wanted to, you know? Um, but I had a little like more <clears throat> ideas in my mind if I wanted like, holes here and holes here it needed to be this width mm-hmm. i wanted a the curve in the front all this stuff and that worked out really great because um i 
you know, I love this desk. You know, it, it's like, even though I didn't d- build it, I kind of gave him exact specs for the design and he followed them pretty much to the T. So it was like, oh, I had a hand in, you know, right. the, the creation of it. Well, so this t- giant TV search happened and back to like child proofing a house. Our current TV stand is, I like it. Um, I think we bought it from Best Buy like 10 years ago or something. You know, it's 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 got like glass front doors and it's got like two compartments on the left and the right you know you can put mm-hmm. stuff in yeah there and the glass doors close and it you know it looks nice and truthfully right. i would probably keep it except for two things it has glass doors uh-huh and it's not wide enough like in our current space i want a wider um stand you know and so i've been looking at like everything etsy um allmodern.com, uh, Crate and uh-huh. Barrel, Ikea. Right. And I just can't find the thing that I have in my mind. And 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 so I keep searching and I'm like, no, I don't like that. Like the the distress to look, you know, is like making a comeback. So there's a lot of people that mm-hmm. do that and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I finally come across something on Etsy. And it's like considered mid-century modern, I think, you know, is the style. And I was like, okay. that's almost perfect. You know, yeah. but it's not wide yeah. enough. It was only 60 inches and I wanted it to be 72 inches. And I'm, so I reach out to the, the people on Etsy and they can do it, but then it was going to be really expensive to do 72 inches, right? Okay. Uh-huh. And even then, some of the materials they were using, I, I wasn't like a fan of. And I was like, well, you know what? If I'm going to be spending this stupid amount of money, and at this point, I didn't want it. I didn't convince Katie yet that we needed to spend this money yet on a TV <laughs> Yeah. But I was able to wrap it in the conversation of, well, if we do it this way, we remove the glass, which, you know, would be good for Lily. I don't want her pushing against glass and, you know, shattering and stuff. Because, I mean, really, all that's holding this glass in is two rubber or like four rubber seals on the inside. Um, uh-huh. like it's literally just a piece of glass that's, that's being held by like, you know, force being pushed against it and stuff. So it's, it's right, not anything right. super fancy. And so she agreed like, Oh, it'd be great if we could have some wood. Um, that's just wood. Right. And it'd be protective and stuff. Um, you know, like that, nothing she's going to really, uh, damage herself or damage the stuff on the inside. Um, uh-huh. but here's the other problem with a lot of TV stands is they're so fully enclosed. Right. And I have, several pieces of electronics that need to have air running through the thing. So when you have mm. the, the TV stand closed um, and like the movie player is playing the Xbox one, it'll like just ramp up because it's not getting the airflow it needs. Right. Because it's yeah. in this box. Yeah. There's like a uh-huh. hole in the back and, you know, and some holes underneath, but it's not enough. Right. Um, right. Because, like, your Xbox is on top of your TV. That's, like, the ideal location, right? Like, it's uh-huh. out in the open yeah. air, and you can do right. all that stuff. Uh-huh. Um, so I had this idea in mind, and I'd, I'd seen it on a few pieces, but not, like, the piece that I wanted. And it's literally just slats across the front. So the doors, instead of being, like, a solid um, whatever mahogany door or whatever, they, they'd be slats. But, you know, the, the it, of, like, a vertical or horizontal slats across. And that would allow air to come through the front, right? Like, uh, but it would still provide protection um, because they're not going to be super wide, you know, where you can stick fingers through. But it's enough mm. air flow through. So I reach out to the guy that did my um, desktop, and, and here's the problem: I'm in Ohio, he's in Seattle, and so I just reached out him just to see. And I, he's a furniture maker; he does awesome woodwork. I'll, I'll, I'll share his website and stuff. Okay. And I was like, just f, or just seeing what you would say, but. 
I really like this TV stand on this website, but they don't do it at the size I want. Um, would one, would you be able to do something for me? Which I'm sure you could, but two, any possible way you could get it to Ohio, <laughs> you know, yeah. like that, that's the big caveat, right? Like he could, of course he could make something, but you know, the last time I worked with him, I was literally a mile away from his, his wood shop. So he says, actually, I've been wanting to explore shipping stuff and moving stuff because he wants to branch out from Pacific Northwest, right? He'd love to be able to do um, not just custom pieces, but kind of some of his regular typical pieces he wants to kind of make more of because they're just kind of cool designs and stuff. So I was like, well, let's see what we can do. So back and forth a few times and stuff. Um, What's great is he was like, you know, because I told him one of my problems was heat dissipation, right? I wanted air coming through and stuff. And he's like, well, one of the reasons every TV credenza has a backing is because that is literally there for um, the the rigidity of the structure, right? To, to, okay. to help yeah. reinforce it. it, it is, right. It's not there for looks, right? It's it's not there. It's just literally because they tend to have thin sides and everything. And so it's, it's literally holding uh-huh. the whole piece together. Um, so he's like, but how I could build it is if we do this method this way and this way and stuff, we could have the whole back open. And he's like, that mm-hmm. would also save on money because you wouldn't have as much wood that would need to be, you know, all this stuff. Right. And I was like, that'd right. be awesome because, yeah, all the air would flow through these slats in the front, like to, to the to the viewer outside. It would just look like a, a credenza, right, with these uh-huh. slatted doors uh-huh. and stuff. But to everybody else, it just goes straight through. So I was like, hey, that's awesome. Let's do it, you know. <laughs> so he's he's working on it. And uh, like he sent me a photo of it and stuff. I think I'll share the final um, product because like he has an Instagram channel where he'll share a lot of in progress pics. The fact that okay. he hasn't shared one yet makes me wonder like, oh, is he not proud of a particular moment yet that he's going to fix? So I'll, I'll, I'll hold off sharing. I mean, I'll send it to you privately, but once it's done, it's yeah, sure. Yeah. So I'm super excited. And, and Katie was like laughing because I was like, looking at the picture he was sending and she's like i like that you have a guy that just builds custom furniture for you out of seattle <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and i was like oh man i was like i've worked hard for you know a long time to be able to yeah. say i'm gonna <laughs> nobody makes what i want i want to find people that will make what i want <laughs> right because right. if i did buy all those tools there would be the back of my mind that I could do a decent job making it, but I just know I'm not the professional at that, right? Like, I yeah, haven't been yeah. doing woodworking for a billion hours. So, I, I I don't know. I like, I really, really, really love that I'm lucky enough now to be, um, you know, financially in a position where I can spend more money to get what I exactly want. Or, you know, and right. It's not, even, it's not right. even like I designed it and said, yeah, I want this and this and this. I gave him, like, interior specs, and I said... Um, I like your style. Uh, the interior needs to be at least in the middle portion needs to be at least uh, 18 inches wide by 19 inches deep. And the, the left and the right uh-huh. need to be this and stuff. I was like, everything right. else can be y- your style and stuff. And he came up with that stuff. And I was like, that's awesome. You know, it wasn't like I need this to be exactly two and a half inches thick on the top and 4.6 inches on the left, you know? Um, yeah yeah but i i just i don't know i'm super excited about it um <laughs> and i've always been excited about getting tv stands i remember getting like my first kind of tv stand when i was younger and stuff and i loved like putting it together and stuff but uh <laughs> I, 
I, I I loved getting that TV stand, but I'm not excited as I am about this one. And I'm like, yeah, I'm getting old, but I'm like excited about this TV stand that's literally going to do the exact same thing my current one is doing. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but it'll be ready for when Lily is crawling and pushing into stuff and doing all that. So. Yeah. So do you already have like a, t- a TV picked out for this <sighs> new fancy TV stand? <laughs> Well, really, there's not going to be a TV on it, right? Because it's just the TV's going to be floating on the wall. I've had a TV okay. picked out for like the last ten years. I keep just waiting for my TV to die. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I can help. I can help you out with that. You know, I mean, I just need to come down and yeah, you know, you have a hammer, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the other problem, right? Is kind of mixing one or main living area to be kind of nice and stuff but also have this child you know and children destroy everything right so i'm I'm trying to plan for what will be destroyed everything up there can be destroyed well hopefully this tv stand doesn't get destroyed if lily destroys the tv stand um i will be super impressed like probably before i'm pissed off because like (laughs) right like it's one of those things like even if she dents it or something i think it'll just add to it because it's it's not like right you know, I don't know. It can be living and stuff. Like like my, my desktop, I told him, you know, it's going to be my desk. It's going to be a work desk. So, um, you know, think about that with the finish and stuff. Like the finish doesn't need to be a perfect finish, but it needs to be able uh-huh. to like, you know, just put up with stuff. And, and so. Right, right. Consideration. But with the TV, um, you know, you and I had, I, I think the same model. Yours was like a year newer, right? Like it, it was a 46 inch Samsung or something that we got mm-hmm. yeah. 10 years ago or something. I don't remember. I think it was 2012 when I got it. I think you guys got it a year later or six months later or whatever. Right. It was, yeah. it was a pretty good TV, you know, I mean, standard. It didn't have any of the crap that was coming out at the time. Like every TV that had 3D and stuff. And I was like, I don't want that. I just want a, a good picture, you know? Yeah. Um, uh-huh. And, uh, you know, your TV had issues where the, the, the uh, so it was it was really strange and it kind of reminded me of um like the older technology i think it was like maybe projectors or something that like needed to like warm up to like get the 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 picture like the picture couldn't like come on or or like come to full brightness mm-hmm. until like the tv quote unquote warmed up um and so this is kind of how this was with with our LCD TV is like sometimes when you would turn it on, you wouldn't have picture, but you would have audio. Mm -hmm. So you would be hearing the audio, but no picture. Mm -hmm. And then like after, and it was so random, like when it would do it or how long it would do it for, it would finally just like kick in, you know? Yeah. And at at first I thought like, okay, maybe it's just the, the first HDMI that's bad or something like that. But no, it, it did this, on all all of the HDMI inputs. And so there was probably something with the I don't know, the connection or something with with the picture. I never I never dug deep into like trying to actually figure out like what was the issue. Um but it started doing it more frequently mm-hmm. and that's when I was just like, you know, I told Melissa um last last Christmas time this is right before Black Friday. I said, you know, eventually it's going to get to the point where it's just not going to come on. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, the the TV's like five years old at this point. I said, you know, we we've just been lucky. The fact that it's that it's not like ever ca- caused us like major inconvenience. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then we we uh, got a got a new TV, but we still have that TV. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll we'll probably try to. 
I think we're going to create like a pseudo kind of workout room ish. Yeah. Um, we got uh, an exercise bike that we're going to be putting in the basement. And so like Melissa's just like, well, maybe we could use our old TV to kind of use that. So I don't know. Maybe maybe that TV will still be good for that type of stuff. <laughs> but I guess, yeah, I guess we'll see. Well, and, and mine does a very similar thing where we'll literally be watching a show and it'll just go blank. Um, okay. For but for ours, it's only for a second or two. It always seems to come back, um, right? And I've already fixed that TV because we also had an issue when we moved to Seattle, where I was just sitting there and, and it was like um, somebody was just turning up the contrast like really slowly, so it'd just be getting very white, like okay. <laughs> <it'd just be laughs> like, and so part of me, because this was when did we move to Seattle? That was twenty fifteen. And I was like super excited because even by that point, I was already looking at the fancy TVs that have, you know, that's when the first OLEDs came out. And I was like, Ooh, right, Katie, we need these. You know? <laughs> I mean, they were like $5,000 or something ridiculous, you know. And um, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was super excited because that's that's a good reason, right? The TV is going bad, um, et cetera. And I was like, well, let me just look because I actually had another Samsung TV that um, had an issue. And they extended the warranty on it. So Samsung literally sent uh, a handyman to come, and they replaced some logic board or something on the TV. Okay, Th- this uh-huh. this was an old twenty or thirty two inch TV, right? So I was like, right. well, let me let me just look online and see if I can fix it. And um, <clears throat> it was a pretty easy fix. Uh, the actual motherboard of the TV is like sits underneath at the bottom of the TV, and over time on a lot of those TVs, there's some metal connectors that kind of gets a little warped from heat and everything. And the motherboard mm-hmm. would be pushing onto this metal, and it'd like be shorting out a certain thing. So really, all it took was taking it apart and wrapping electrical tape around these uh, 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 parts on the the motherboard and stuff. Okay, and I was like. <sighs> One, I was like, "Cool, I fixed it." You know, I was like, "That's that's you know, it's one score one for me." But the back of my mind, like like the um, you have a devil and a, a angel on your shoulder. The angel's like, "Good job, uh-huh. Michael. You you know saved <laughs> five thousand dollars." You know, uh, fixing this TV, and then the devil was just like, "Yeah, but you still have that you know super old technology LCD." There's this OLED. Yeah. <laughs> And fast forward to today, like when you're having your problem, I know you guys had yours much more than mine. I'm like, man, it's probably just going to get worse and worse. Yeah. And so with this new TV standard, you know, this new credenza, I should say, where it's just going to sit under the TV and house all the components and stuff. I was like, this would be a perfect time to buy the new TV. I mean, they're still expensive, the ones I want. Um, and I will share the one I want um, online. Maybe we need to create an Amazon account and then people can, we can have yeah. gifts. <laughs> I, yeah. I, did you see uh, the, the another side uh, tangent? But on at our baby shower, did did you notice um, the TV that I added at like Target or whatever? <laughs> like when you're going, you know, and I <laughs> I didn't see that. Yeah, no. yeah. So like you know, you can get to do a baby registry, right? Like kind of like your right, wedding registry. Right. And I'm literally just like we're scanning all this baby stuff, and I was like, I wonder if you can scan a TV because a lot of the stuff is very specific, like baby oriented. And so I went okay. to Target, yeah. and I was just like, "What's the most expensive one here?" And they only had like a thousand dollar one. I mean, it wouldn't have been the TV I would I'd want, you know. And I scanned it, and it went through. And so I was like, "Let's just leave it." <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But anyway, so like if I buy a new TV, it'd be awesome. I've got the spot on the wall set up for it. The speakers are to the left and right in the right locations right now. Mm-hmm. I'll have the new cool mm-hmm. credenza thing. You know, it'll look super slick. And then we're going to have a baby that's going to be throwing stuff. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and as much as I want the fancy new toy, um, part of me is like, let's just keep our old TV that's probably going to die. And that way, when she's the next few years, you know, throwing crap and breaking everything, um, it'll break that TV instead of the, the new one. And then watch, she'll be like five, and I finally get a new TV, and then she'll break it anyways. And, then, and it's like, yeah. And it's like, <laughs> at the point, I just have to, I just remember my mom, you know, like all the time, like everything that we've owned you kids have broken so i'm just like i that's like drilled into my mind of when i was like five of us breaking all of mom's (laughs) special (laughs) things so i'm like okay are you okay with um this being broken or you know because most stuff can be fixed right like a tv at the end of the day is just a tv it might be an expensive tv but it's not unless if watch 30 years from now, we're going to be nostalgic for a TV, you know, be like, Oh yeah, that, that TV, that ding there was, you know, like like this and stuff. Uh, But part of me is like, it's just going to be a TV. Yes. It would be horrible to spend that type of money and then immediately have it break from a kid or some other thing happening. But at the same time, it's just an object um, Uh and we can replace it or get it fixed and stuff. Um, And so I'm really trying to be mindful of, okay, what stuff, um, don't do i need to keep away what stuff do i need to keep in the basement because the basement she i I was joking i was like she's not going to learn about the basement for like 10 years (laughs) like (laughs) you know like yeah and so i I have the opportunity to kind of hide stuff away that i'm like yeah we'll keep this here you know that this is um, kind of something that i i don't want like a two-year-old just being like hey let me play with that and shove it in my mouth and you know (laughs) (laughs) so upstairs hopefully will be a a pretty, I mean, there's still expensive stuff, but and but it should be pretty kid-proofed of, hey, you know, again, if she somehow breaks the credenza and it just crumbles under its own weight, I will just be impressed more than I'll be mad, I think, because it'll be one of those, really? How did you do that? <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> I'll come home and she'll be like, Dad, you know, she'll be hiding under the cupboard or something. <laughs> What it was? It was just like that. Mm-hmm. It, it was always there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. It wasn't me. <laughs> yeah, so. or it'll just be like uh, when I put holes in the wall of uh, my bedroom, and I just had a poster over it for like, <laughs> like a good uh, I don't know five six years something like that, and then like finally like I was just like screw it, like it's been long enough. I'm just. You know, I'm I'm not gonna hide this anymore. Yeah, and uh, I remember I remember my mom and dad were like, "Wait, how long has those holes been there?" And I was like, "Oh, that's, that happened forever yeah, ago." But... Like how how like that how somehow makes it better. Like I'm like, "Oh, that that happened for a long time ago." I didn't even notice. <laughs> so, how uh, describe to listeners how what what these holes are and how, how they came about? So when I was younger, I had bunk beds and they were they were actually like uh, i'm just thinking like talking about furniture and like how cheaply everything is made now i'm just like man if you would want like equivalent bunk beds to what i had when i was a kid i'm sure they would probably be like four or five thousand dollars because they were just they were solid wood and like 
the had its own ladder that was made out of solid wood like you know there was no skimping on Mm -hmm. any of the components with it and so one day i don't know i was just like messing around and i think i was trying to see if i could stand on the like stand on the ladder and keep it balanced as i was standing there (laughs) like balanced like straight up and down well obviously that doesn't happen you know i'm not like a circus delay you know gymnast that can just do shit like that so like i fall forward with the ladder and the two tops the two top points of the ladder hit the drywall and put big like dents in the drywall they were like metal hooks right like the ladder was wood right but then there was like these like kind of metal uh u-hooks that would like yeah, latch that, to your bed, right? And so that's e- exactly, exactly. So, so you're balancing there, you know. You're uh-huh. like, this is awesome. I'm balancing on this ladder, <laughs> and you just start heading towards the wall. <laughs> yeah, it just the ladder just falls forward into the wall <laughs> and puts these giant holes in the wall. And I just remember thinking, like, oh shit, I'm gonna be so dead. What am I gonna do? And I think, like, at the time, like, I had, like, a like a Pink Floyd Dark Side of the Moon poster or something. <laughs> and so I just literally <laughs> put the poster over the, the two holes. And I had some type of poster over those two holes, like I said, for probably a good, like, five years. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, finally, like, when, you know, I got older and stuff like that, and I was just like, I'm tired of, like... I'm tired of like living this lie of having these <laughs> holes in the wall that my parents don't know about. Um, and so like, you know, they came in and they're like, wait, they're like, what are these holes in the wall? And I was just like, oh, oh, that happened, happened a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, yeah, that was like five years ago or something. No biggie. You should have just blamed Andrea and been like, oh yeah, yeah she <laughs> p- poked these two exactly the same holes in the wall. All right, she right. To get, throw me down. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm trying to think. I know. I know. I, I mean, I, there's probably hundreds of things that I tried to cover up as a kid that <laughs> my parents are like either immediately knew or you know they didn't find out till later. And I was just like, oh, all right, that's been that way. <laughs> That's that that's what'll be fun with with uh with your child is just to see like you know because when you're a kid you just think you're just so like crafty like you you know you think you're just so smart and like sly mm-hmm. but I think in reality like your parents always know <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know and so it'll just be funny like you know if you just like something will happen yeah. and you'd be like. Okay, we'll just we'll just pretend like we'll we'll give her that she can pretend like she's doing a good job hiding it. Well, but I know, I, yeah, I know it happened. <laughs> I kind of don't want to tell her about find my iPhone, you know. Um, and for people that don't know or don't have iPhones, and I'm sure there's an Android equivalent, but there's a really great like family sharing thing where um, I mean, you can do it with friends too. Uh, you find my friends, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, but you can say, I want to share my location with um, Kevin. So I could send, Hey Kevin, you can see my location. So Kevin could literally see where my phone was, you know, and, and generally you have your phone on you. So you can assume uh-huh. that it's with Michael. Um, right. Right. And so I like having it when Katie's um, traveling, I can see when she lands at Columbus, I can see where she's at on her way back from Columbus, you know, um, see how far away she is, all that type of stuff. It's really nice. 
kind of like I don't want to tell Lily about Find My, and that's what it's going to be called moving forward. Instead of Find My Friends and Find My iPhone, it's just going to be one app called Find My. And so, yeah, yeah, I'm not going to tell her about it that way. Like she's like, yeah, I'm going over to Tina's house, and I was like, ha, <laughs> <laughs> or I won't even tell her. Like, oh, I, I, I'll just be like, so how was? brad's last night or whatever you know and um, all right she'll be like how'd you know i'll be like i have lots of birdies around <laughs> you know like <laughs> <laughs> gotta gotta keep her on her toes and stuff <laughs> you know you know it's funny is there's this article about parents and teenagers using like find find my friends mm-hmm. and the the article was about how teenagers use it in reverse to see when the parents are coming back. <laughs> and so like one of them was like this girl threw a party at the house, uh-huh. but could see like the parents were still like, you know, vacationing wherever. That's awesome. And so she like, she knew like, Oh shit. Like they're, they're on the plane. We got to get the house cleaned up now. <laughs> yeah. You know? That is awesome. Because what uh, that's good to know, because I'll just turn it off. Cause it's really easy to, to uh, revoke someone's uh thing (laughs) Uh yeah Yeah. i'll just be like oh i don't know what happened it it must have turned off (laughs) and then just show up and be like you're having a party in the house (laughs) and like like another one was like the the mom said like she was going to like i don't know like yoga after work or something like Mm -hmm. that and she was somewhere else and and the daughter like confronted her about it she's like so she's like why were you at miller's tavern you know after work yeah they have a a yoga class inside the bar (laughs) right the the teens were tracking the parents that's awesome yeah and it's one of those things where i'll be proud of her if she works around those you know because ah there's so many technological things that i can do being a tech person you know that i i hope like i will be proud of her again if she finds a way around it like i have the um, parental guidance stuff set so that she can only watch YouTube for an hour. Yeah, I'm making this up, but an hour, right? And right. I, uh-huh. I noticed, wait a minute, her YouTube traffic is at two and a half hours. What is this? And then, like, I noticed that, like, she found some article explaining this is how you can hack the thing. And I'll be like, hmm, hmm, <laughs> shit. You know, like, I don't know. <laughs> well, we'll see how it is. I'll probably completely change my mind t- right. 12 years from now, and I'll be like, just a crotchety old man and being like you're not having anything (laughs) (laughs) i'll make up stories about how horrible my upbringing was and not at all that i had tons of (laughs) everything that i wanted you know i'll be like i had one piece of pencil and two pieces of paper and i just kind of keep erasing (laughs) the picture and redrawing on it And she'd be like, Dad, Mama and Papa tell me a completely different story of your upbringing. It was like, ah, they're lies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they keep on telling me about all these fancy things you own. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, those, those are all photoshopped photos of me owning all those video games and stuff. Little girl. <laughs> don't listen to your parents or don't listen to your grandparents. <laughs> um, have you seen um, the movie Into the Spider-Verse? It's like uh, the cartoon Spider-Man that came out, I don't know, uh, late last year. No, I haven't seen that one. Um, Katie watched it, I think, on a plane, and she was like, oh, it's really good. We should watch it. So it's on Netflix right now. Um, Okay. The main character, uh, Miles, he sings this song, and they play it in the beginning, this song. And um, he doesn't know the words. (laughs) And the song is um, uh, Sunflower by Post Malone and Swally. But so when he's singing it, 
he's like because he doesn't know the words and so it was just it's a really like cute moment in the movie and stuff because that singing that Uh song helps him with anxiety and stuff and it's like part of his character development um, doing stuff so i think tonight's song i'm gonna play um and leave um to the listeners is yeah sunflower by post malone and swally All right, Kevin, you ready for another? 